Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Timbo. What's up, gentlemen? A weekend before Worlds. Here we go. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, so we are recording on a Sunday night for all of you that are keeping track of when we record. Um, it's because I'm driving all day Tuesday to Chicago from New York, so uh, that is going to be quite a trip. So I try to get a little bit ahead on this. Um, but yeah, I got like a day left of making sure I have everything, and um, it's crazy because we've got we've got a booth there for Game Uplink Plus. I'm providing. Um, nine ten tables for the legion event uh for worlds and i i actually um painted a, a ferrix table for for the event special for the adepticon event so i'm really excited about that um yeah and i got i got packed the car tomorrow and get it all ready to go so awesome yeah i'm very excited um i've got some last minute painting to do sometime in between now and thursday and I'm also bringing my wife and kids because my parents live in Chicago. So uh, they're going to go visit the grandparents. I'm going to go do the convention. Um, and uh, hopefully everything will work out. <laughs> we'll my, see. My, my last painting time is right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it as we're speaking now. Yep. Yeah. I have to say there's something freeing about going to a huge event. And I'm not really doing much for Legion besides that table that I did. But i don't know it's, but there's something freeing about it like just like that i'm just gonna be able to watch and be a spectator at this one i'm not really yeah. like we don't have a stream uh if you do want to see the stream uh david zelenko is going to be doing the stream over at yavin base on twitch uh so you can watch the world stream there but yeah we're not doing a stream we don't really have any much going on you know game uplink is going to be running for worlds but you know we'll have people prepared to be working on that uh, if there's any questions for the world's tournament so i'm, I'm just kind of working the booth and hobnobbing and doing meet and greets and it's gonna be fun so there will there will a lot of people have been asking there will be a game uplink booth but not a fifth trooper booth at, yeah correct okay yeah so we won't have product to sell um i'll definitely have stuff to give away so my plan is to bring some of you know our normal stuff like our magazine one shots uh we'll we'll have all three issues there that i'll be handing out to people we'll have uh some sidebars that i'm going to be handing out to people order tokens i'll be handing out for free probably some silhouettes and stuff too um so yeah there's going to be i'll have stuff to give you for free it's like cool little tchotchkes so if you want to come stop by the game up like booth and say hi uh yeah i'll have some cool stuff so and speaking of we are giving away uh, a bunch of cool stuff at the game uplink booth so so basically what we're doing is uh when you come to the game uplink booth um if you fill out uh, you know, just basically like a name email form thingy. You get entered in to win a, uh, you get entered in to win one of six prizes. I'm trying to get the thing up so that I can <laughs> read them off here. Um, but basically we're giving away six prizes. 
One of them's going to be a limited edition Luke. And, and what we're doing is we're picking one winner every day. Um, one is going to be a limited edition Luke. Uh, one is a limited edition Warhammer 40k uh, Astra Mate uh, Militarium Patchen Colonel. Uh, they're like the, it basically looks like one of the soldiers from uh, Predator. We're giving away a Warhammer commemorative series Space Marines Terminator Chaplain Tarentus uh, figure. We're giving away, let's see what else. The Oh, the other side, which is the, it's by uh, Malifaux, the creators of Malifaux. And basically it's like, uh, Malifaux is like a skirmish on a three by three. And uh, the other side is like more like Legion where it's on a six by four and it's, or six by three. It's like a larger army version of Malifaux. So we're giving the core box away for that. Uh, Scythe, we've got a, a box of Scythe we're giving away and a box of Oak and Iron that we're giving away. So we'll be, we'll be drawing prizes. Um, and basically what happens is you get put in the pool, uh, come see us, get put in the pool. And then, uh, we draw names every day and you come and pick whatever one of those that you want. Uh, and then that gets checked off the list as, as it's gone now. Um, and then, you know, so, so that's what we're doing. Yeah. So we got, and we got some tchotchkes and stuff. We're going to be handing out doing demos of game uplink. Um, we're actually going to be launching, uh, a couple of products for game uplink at Adepticon. Um, one of them is going to be kind of like a generic, um, handling of a lot of other games so so most of the games that'll be at adepticon you'll be able to uh run a tournament on we don't do any of the like you know like 40k or or, or like uh x-wing or any of those things where they have like special rules it's you can do an x-wing tournament on it but I, you know we don't get down to like the points or you know how or the reporting that you would do for those games. But if you're just running a tournament, you'll be able to do that. So we'll be announcing that at Adepticon, which I'm very excited about. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and, and also Game Uplink is going to be running the Legion Worlds tournament. So you can see the breakdown, faction breakdown for all that on Game Uplink. And also uh, we're going to be running the Onslaught tournaments on Game Uplink too. They're going to have their own version of the tool. Uh, that'll be running all the game, uh, all the onslaught games and tournament at Adepticon. So, a lot of stuff going on with Game Uplink, and so I'm very excited about that. So, if you're a game developer uh, or or somebody who's passionate about a game and and you want us to you know support your game on Game Uplink, come stop by the Game Uplink booth at Adepticon and have a chat with me, and and we'll see what we can do. I mean, and also on Game Uplink for anyone who's not home or whatever, or, you know, can't make it out. All the lesson stuff are available. Uh, faction breakdowns will be available, and you can see sort of live updates. Yeah. Like of just quick games and who's winning, who's losing, what's doing well. So, yeah, you can keep track of all that on Game Uplink. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a great, 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 uh, adaptive. Very exciting. Yep, it'll be nice <laughs> to just like see everybody. Yep. I mean, there's, yeah. there's going to be, I mean, besides the usual uh, North American tournament crowd that, you know, you would see it like not every tournament, mm -hmm. but like a, like a big, you know, like a previous Adepticon or like an LVO. Besides that, we're also going to have lots of people from around the world. Uh, yes. I know there's, there's a big German contingent. Uh, they're already here 
as I understand <laughs> it, at like an Airbnb in Chicago, which they booked early so that they would have time to get rid of the jet lag and practice. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's people from Australia, there's uh, people from other European countries like Italy and Spain and the UK. Um, Canada, our boy Timmy. Yeah, of course. There's Canada. Yeah, I said I said the North American tournament yeah, yeah, crowd, I, didn't I? I? Yeah. No, um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's nice too for us because like most of our staff is going to be there in person, mm -hmm. which you know we're very diverse and you know spread across the entire world now. You know, we've got Germany and England and Canada and all across the United States, yep. and so um, you know it'll be nice to have uh, our team there in person as well and be able to say hi to everybody and. And give them a hearty, hearty hug. And yeah, you know that's it. You're getting a hearty hug, Timmy boy. Oh, you'll get, you'll get one back. It'll, it'll be a scene out of a movie. It'll be, we'll run at each other. Yeah, slow motion though, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> I don't know where to go from this. Yeah, it's it's great. I don't know what I don't know what I'll say except that I'm excited. Yeah, I so. I'll say um just like I don't know how about you guys how you guys are, but Rachel and I were talking because I was, you know, not not this week, but maybe the last few weeks. I think I've talked about it on here, but it's just like feeling some like burnout, right? And just like uh, oh man, I just and Rachel and I were talking. She goes, yeah, this. She goes, you need to go to Adepticon because once you get there. She goes, I see it every time, like as a third party that's not in, you know, Legion or into the thing. She's like, every time you go to one of these events and you see all your friends and you see everybody, she's like, your energy for it goes up again. And you're like, oh, I forgot how much, you know, because it's it's um, we're so separated, I think, you know, most of the time from as Legion grows and as the community grows. I think most of my friends like you guys are not my local scene, you know, and so um, it's nice to be able to see everybody and 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 then go, oh, yeah, this is why I'm playing. Like, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot there why I why I'm excited to go to these events and stuff. It's, it's not the game I like. Right. We all like the game, obviously, but it's seeing everybody and hanging out with everybody while we're playing the game that we love. You know, that's the whole that's the whole thing. 100 percent. Well, especially at Worlds where, you know, we'll probably get bounced day one and just have to hang out the whole time anyway. <laughs> Man, I was looking at the roster. I, I mean, obviously it's Worlds and everyone that has already signed up for the World Championship has an invite. But, like, I was going down the list and I'm like, man, this is, you know, it is going to be genuinely difficult to go two and one on day one, much yeah. less, <laughs> like, undefeated on day two and or undefeated on day three. Uh, All right. Like, Here's a fun question for you, Kyle. Okay. All right, you ready? How many fifth trooper make it to day two? So we have, I don't know how many we have, but we have a number. So we have uh, right, we got Evan, Evan, yep. Lucas, yep. Timbo, yep. Tim. Yep. Um me. John. John, you, John. Uh AGST. AJ, uh Nick. Yep, Kramer, please. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so nine. Yeah, how many make Saturday? Um, 
and who. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like that is a fair question. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say five. All right, that's Friday to Saturday because they yes. uh, we everybody from Fifth Trooper has invites. Um, because they're just if people don't know, there's a less chance qualifier on Thursday. If you don't have an invite, you can come play Thursday and try to get into worlds. Yeah. Um. So okay, so five. And what's it? What is it for Saturday? Is it top or Sunday? Is it top eight? Four. Four top four for. There's there is a yeah. there is a top eight cut for game three on Saturday. Okay. They're call they're calling it game, a quote shadow round. Game four on Saturday. Sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, yeah, after yeah. game three, before game four. So who? Okay, how many from the fifth trooper make the top eight cut? <laughs> and who? No, just kidding. I won't make you do that cut. Two? You think we get two? I was two gonna say two. Eight? Two would be great. <laughs> I'd All be right, I'd be very happy with two. Let's yeah, put it that way. Should yeah. we add? Uh, I guess the only alumni would be dashes. I was gonna say fifth trooper and fifth trooper alumni because David's David's, David's streaming. I don't think Cirillo or Cirillo's playing. Cirillo's playing. Okay, yeah. so so uh, not Zach. Zach's not playing. So so. Yeah, I would say maybe two full-time fifth trooper and maybe one. I think we could get one alumni yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. me, when when the Germans have rented an Airbnb to practice for a week and <laughs> I'm like, I since LVO, I think I will have played three games and including which is one of them tomorrow, which is here's my models. <laughs> so I'm 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 feeling quite uh quite underprepared let's say for this I, in comparison to the uh... yeah <laughs> i will say this though as good as the germans are they do play quite unconventional lists which i find are in our experience we played like a lot of team leagues against them and stuff in my experience it's 50 50 where it's like they're very good do not get me wrong but sometimes when you play like an unconventional skew list uh, you can just run into something that's just gonna like, uh, now, take, you know, end up taking it out. Part of that could be if your exposure to them is team league. Part of that could be the format, um, because oh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I mean, I I know I have a good sense of what several of them are bringing, and it is what you would expect people to be bringing to work. Okay, so put okay. it that way. <laughs> well, I guess because my, because, well, because the other thing I guess is I see these big tournament results and like yeah. the top eight are always usually like not what, like they're close, but not like what you would expect. There's there's you know definitely I mean? some, some variety. Yeah. Um, I also know that they experiment a lot. Yeah. And, you know, now is not the time to be experimenting. So. Or maybe um, it is. Yeah. I mean, who no, knows? I'm just kidding. That goes completely against what I said last week. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm not going to lie. I started painting Assage this yeah, weekend. Yeah, of course you did. Um, I will just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm, the bottle I'm is awesome. All, almost glad Cody isn't coming out to Afterworlds because I was I was tempted. Or I would, would have been tempted. Yeah. Uh, we did get by the way, a preview of Cody's command cards, which was the missing piece for Cody. We previously had his unit card. So if we have time today, we will uh, we will talk about Cody's command cards. We'll see 
you know how much we get to what time it is after we're done talking we about worlds but yeah we should yeah all right next question yep top eight no 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 let's go yeah let's go top eight what do you think i think we know one list type will be blizzard force will definitely make it into the top eight a version of blizzard force i think what else yes. do we think has a potential of making it into the top eight? I double mean, dark troopers, double dark troopers, and just yeah. empire in general. Yeah. So if if you look at there's a there's a fun tool in Game Uplink where you can look at stats, and so far the only stats you can look at are faction breakdown. But for our purposes right now, that's still reasonably <laughs> useful. Uh, there's currently. Let's see, 31, 42. There's there's 46 lists that are submitted so far for Worlds. And of those, almost half, so not quite half, but almost half, are Empire. That's 21 Empire. Um, 11 Rebels, 5 Separatists, 5 Republic, 4 Mercenary, which is Shadow Collective. So, um, <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, basically twice as many Empire as Rebels and then twice as as many Rebels as the other three. Um, and in fact, uh, if you look at um, the LCQ, it's a fairly similar... Yeah, the ratios spread. are... The ratios are, incred are almost uncannily similar. Um, I'm going to look right, right meow. Um, stats. Yeah, it's almost identical. It's it is identical actually, um, almost fifty percent empire, uh, half of that. I'm sorry, it is not. I'm I, I miss uh, I misread this. It is actually republic. So basically, if you swap rebels with republic, you've got almost half empire and then almost twenty five percent republic and then rebels, mercenary, and separatists splitting the rest basically evenly. So, um, yeah, not particularly diverse from a faction spread perspective not yeah. uninspected either um nope. but yeah i think i think i think if i were to do like a hot take top eight uh i would say um one blizzard uh one double dark trooper possibly two of one of those um one double bounty uh so call that four empire lists right one double yeah. bounty, and then three lists that are either double dark trooper or blizzard. Um, two republic lists that are some kind of Anakin or Yoda, dodge spam, a shadow collective list, and then some random ass rebel list. That's my prediction for the top eight. Nice. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. So who does that leave out? That leaves out droids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. I think that they have some things that are good into dark troopers i don't think and they have some things that are good into blizzard mm -hmm. um i think more than any other faction they have trouble fielding something that is good enough into both yep because you can run like and i strongly consider doing this you can run like asajj cad bane or bosk six b1 rockets and a t-series and a magna guard with a rocket and you've got like impacts 14 plus Asajj, plus your whatever your bounty hunter choice is. Which, plus all your B1s are all throwing a bunch of dice anyway. So you're right. like... Versus you sort of... Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and that impact too from the v1s uh personally i prefer that sort of thing as a dark trooper counter over like bikes which also have impact too even though it's an exhaust weapon it's range four and the b1s can fire it with just two models visible right mm -hmm. the unit leader and the heavy and then you can only get two wounds back so it's a much like quote-unquote safer way to engage the dark troopers yeah um, well and, that... and if the dark troopers catch up to that b1 squad you're not getting punished as hard as you would if you lost like a bike squad right, right? Like, yeah yeah <laughs> so... yeah it's, it's more diluted you've got yeah you know you, you basically have what is that your six b1s plus your magnus with the rocket you have seven different units that you have your impact weapons on whereas blizzard yeah. With their bikes you have basically four you know the hrus have impact one with the dlt but whatever um so it's more diluted like if they wipe a b1 squad that's much less of a less of a opportunity cost to you than if you get a bike wiped as a blizzard player so yeah that that is a good list into dark troopers but uh b1s <laughs> get mulched by speeder bikes among uh and also you know like large republic dice pools which are also going to be popular so Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, we'll see. They certainly benefit from the proliferation of heavy cover everywhere. B ones do. Um, I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's enough, but yeah. I mean, it it it's also just much just a headache now with heavy cover everywhere because you don't have to do quite as much planning with your big blobs of B ones. Like just yeah, you just kind of <laughs> plop them. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, like there, there was a a very significant practiced art with B one cohesion, um, yep. both because you got to maintain coordinate range, but also just trying to get cover with six and seven model units. Um, definitely required a lot of careful thinking with where you drop stuff in cohesion. Now it's just like whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, much easier on the mental load. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I yeah. So that's my that's my prediction. No no droids top eight or empire spread on the other ones. Yeah. And if like Assage someone if someone, you know, somehow found enough some practice time and or just really clicked with Assage, I would see like if, if there's a separatist list that goes high, I could easily see it being Assage. Right? Especially because there's yep. just a lot of people just hadn't haven't seen her at all yet either. Yep. So you could surprise some people with uh Asajj. Yeah, there could be some moments like what I'm sorry, what does that card do? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you you know, printed the cards when they got spoiled and you've just been putting in, you know, tons of hours against good players and you know, you know, you get a handle of her. Yeah, I I definitely could see somebody making a surprise run. Uh, I will say I have I wouldn't say have put in tons of hours, but I have played Asajj since she was spoiled. Um, and I think that she is fairly... I'm not sure what the right phrase is here, but she runs very similar to other, like, quote-unquote standard speed to Jedi slash Sith. Like, if you can play Maul, you can play Asajj. Your list construction needs to be a little different because you need to set up a reverse sort to get her independent working, which basically means that you need face-ups on everything except... Yeah. your operative tokens um and we've talked about how to do that in past episodes but essentially she doesn't her kit is interesting and unique amongst jedi but like if if you're used to playing a speed two 
saber user with force powers, then you can play Asash. Let's put it that way. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you wouldn't like when you say practice, it's like you don't need to learn an entirely new unit, right? Like if you sort of had a you know weird like when like the big tanks came out, they were very different from other things. Yeah. Whereas Asajj, you just have to learn her specific things, not her little nuances. Yeah. 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 Which is to say, I think I actually really like Asajj. I think she's really well designed and interesting. Um, because you don't need to like. You don't need crazy new keywords with every release for new releases to be interesting. You can just take take an existing template and kind of put a twist on that theme, yeah. and it's still plenty interesting. Um, for sure. I, I like. I feel like I respect what they're trying to do with Dark Troopers, but um, <laughs> I feel like they tried to break them a little, little bit too much on them. Yeah, I, it's it's a problem, right? When you when you see something and you're trying to get like um you're trying to get the the feel for it on yep. the board you know and like dark troopers i mean until luke showed up were pretty menacing in mm-hmm. mandalorian you know and so uh, i wish that they had something i think if they had maybe we talked about this but like a weakness to jedi or something that would have made a little bit more sense you know what i mean um but Hey, whatever. Yeah, because in practice, because of the double activation, Jedi are actually not very good into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a unit that can withdraw twice or withdraw once and then shoot you, or just punch the crap out of you in melee because they have a crazy melee pool. Any of those things, you know, that's a that's not a recipe for success if you're charging into them with a lightsaber user. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if they had just been like essentially red save B twos with a little bit more armor, yeah. I think that would have been fine. Like they would, they would have been different enough, and they would have been in a different faction, and I think they would have been interesting. But you know, we have what we have. Um, so, and I expect to see a lot of them at Worlds. Oh yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be my baptism by fire because I've never actually seen them on the board yet. I've like <laughs> talked to you guys about a lot about it, and I've well, like you know thought about it with people and watched a little bit, but I've not actually myself played against them. I I would try and get a practice game in on an open table, Tim, because mm-hmm. unlike Asajj, who you basically counter like you would counter any other Sith or Jedi, um, it's kind of hard to really understand what Dark Troopers do until you experience it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if you're bringing... You don't have to spoil what you're bringing, but if you're bringing Anakin and or Padme and or a clone commander with and you've got a saber throwing an rps in there somewhere if you're bringing something of that nature um i will say that the saber throw rps combo is very strong yep um i don't know if it's enough by itself but it is a thing that does a lot of damage to them so uh yep that's all i'll say (laughs) yep the uh i mean i i will be showing up at the convention on thursday with my stuff so Yep. Hello, people. I wonder yep. if we see an echo base break the top 16 on Saturday. I think when I say random rebel list, I actually think meta wise, echo base is one of the better positioned yep. rebel lists right now. Um, especially against Dark Troopers, which again, you're going to see a lot of because if there's one thing FD turrets. Like 
it's armored units that are slow and well dark troopers aren't slow but it's armored units that are (laughs) kind of i mean they still move like eight inches a turn which is more than most trooper units move when they're trying to shoot at the same time oh that's fair yeah um but anyway uh i should say medium range you know fd turrets are range five dark troopers are faster than you think they are but they're also only range three so um and they don't get cover which is not getting covers you know for for a small the fd turret is kind of small-ish it's a it's five dice right but it's it's not a huge pool but it has a strong impact value and you can throw an overcharge generator on there for practically free to get impact three on a range five pool like you're gonna force some saves um a cheap unit yeah um so yeah plus the standby plus the standby card you should be able to get any like his dark troopers need to get close you probably that's probably gonna proc Yep, well, and, I, and they I, also bring a big blizzard counter with the uh, ability to pop an operative token back into the pool. That's exactly yep. yeah. I was going to say that they're 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 uh, they're pretty good against blizzard as well. You know, you have the range five, so basically you could take the FDs and like focus up on the bikes, right? If you need to, if they're trying to flank with bikes, you go okay. The FDs are going to take the the bikes, and then when operative Vader goes to do a dive. You just you pull their operative card and he has to you know he's stuck in the wind sometimes. Um, yeah. I've actually done that a couple times against against a blizzard forced by Echo Base. So so you know, yeah, I think Echo Base has a solid solid chance. And I think there's two variations I consider decent. I think there's a Leia General Commander where you could do a, like a lot of like dodge spammy type stuff, even with the increase um on some of the upgrade cards but then there's also there's also a commander luke version uh that's not bad with some force push shenanigans into guidelines you know so i i think you could say either one of those versions yeah and i've seen t47s come back into vogue that's a good one too t47s are are great i don't want to say great they're good (laughs) into dark troopers because i don't know if there's anything that's really great into dark troopers but T47s are good into them because they have that native impact three. They surge crit. So the chance that you're forcing four, if not like five saves, is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and they have full armor. So, you know, we've we've talked about this on our Dark Trooper counter episode, but uh Dark Troopers throw lots and lots of pain. Now they do have impact two, so they're still gonna like decently damage a T47, but it's gonna be a much less efficient target. Than something else where you know they where they're going to force like seven, eight, right. nine saves. They might only force three on that T forty seven. So yeah, and the mobility well, of the T forty seven allows it to it could potentially get in range and then get sufficiently out of range. You know, to yeah. make that make a dark trooper question what their target is going to be. You know, there's some stuff there, but yeah, there. I I was going to say when I was playing them. Um, I was consistently against armor seeing five hits, like yep. really consistently going yep. through. Cause you, you usually roll like one crit naturally, you'll get a couple surges and then <laughs> you'll have And you've two. got impact three. <laughs> yeah. Then yep. you've got two hits, you know? So it's like, you're like, Oh uh, yeah, five, <laughs> you know? Yep. And usually if you, you're usually running it with link targeting ray, so it's coming bolted with an aim because you're giving it you're giving it an order, then you know, because they've got they've got compulsory move, you can usually take another aim. So you're usually rolling up on armor with two aims. 
uh, and a shoe and a move. <laughs> so it's 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 not bad. Yeah, the last time I ran them was um, SoCal Open in twenty twenty one. I guess it's been that long, which was like the heart of the double bus Wookiee meta. And I was like, why isn't anybody bringing T-47s like with all these buses running around? So I did. And uh, yeah, they just they wreck armor um, like into those buses, white saves. It's like, oh, yeah, roll five, roll six, roll five. Oh, I got a rear arc shot. That's impact five with surge crit roll six. Like, um, so, yeah, they're great armor hunters, which I guess is thematic. Uh, even though the, the tow cable itself is pretty <laughs> worthless, <laughs> and you can you can reliably bring. I think we we went over this a couple episodes ago, but you can reliably reliably bring eleven to twelve solid activations with a double T forty seven list. Yep, yep, yeah, they're only one hundred and thirty points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is so. crazy. Yeah. Well, and and if you stick Chewy in any. I mean, you know, uh, Rebel List too, especially Echo Base. Like with Leia and or Chewie, you can really make those gun lines really defensible. Um, and also, sort of with Vets because they have Defend One, you can really uh, knock the power of uh, Overrun and Fire, like the Blizzard Two Pip, down quite a bit, right? Because like, you know, like normal Rebel List or B Ones, you're often losing like six, seven models right off the hop whereas like was our uh, echo base you're probably losing like three or four if not less so which is much better <laughs> don't mind me i'm just casually making a echo base list right now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. same please <laughs> yeah you can do um leia chewy two t47s two fd turrets two rebel veterans two medium blaster troopers uh the rebel veterans have the cm93s and that leaves you with 16 points for upgrades and stuff yeah so i don't know not terrible <laughs> it just seems pretty <laughs> decent to me right and um, then if you went if you went without echo base and you were just trying to build like a standard you can get you can because you don't have the restriction on the support so you can do a bunch right. of stuff yeah. and you could take like regular Rebel troopers, if you want it, but I wouldn't recommend that with the meta. You want you want vets right now. Yeah, I agree. Rebel yep. rebel troopers with heavies are just with all the dodge nerfs, just really not very cost effective right now. Yeah, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are top eight predictions. You want to do like? Should I don't know. I feel like this would be the time to do some. Uh, trash talking for our various countries but usa <laughs> usa usa i'll i'll stay agnostic since i'm not really <laughs> All right. i wouldn't want to team up yeah uh if you guys haven't heard those of you still working on your traveling or if you like can buy some last minute thing before you get here you know uh fifth troopers going hard into the american garb for whatever friday right not, not all the fifth trooper whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> just right. the just the americans the other countries are representing their country no, all well. the fifth trooper i'm requiring it <laughs> Bob, you want to write for this blog here's an american yep. flag t-shirt pal. <laughs> i'm gonna show up with those pants tim i'm gonna be like tim you gotta wear these buddy yeah. Ooh, how it, uh, uh. 
I, I don't know about that one. I apologize. If uh, if someone's trying to force me to wear American pants, I might have to show up with some uh, hockey gear and uh, sort that out. <laughs> You're right. I apologize. We were hard into countries wearing obnoxious country supporting uh, clothing. Yep. Uh, but the, most of the ones I saw were American, just because we're a majority American uh, uh, team. But but yes, you're right, Tim. We want everybody from every country to be as obnoxious about their country as possible on Friday. I think that would be really great. Yeah, I agree. Just to see all the different countries represented. Yeah. yeah. Let's celebrate what it is. That's right. It's, it's truly a world's event. All yep. Right. We we got anything else to hit on on worlds? No, uh, you know, if you're if you I guess the only other thing is I've brought this up a couple times, but I'll just hit it one more time. We uh if you're doing the last chance qualifier or you're coming to a Decticon and not playing uh in Worlds on Friday, I will be doing a live QA with the with the dev team from Onslaught at and whiz kids so it'll be me alex davy travis and nick uh from from onslaught and we'll be taking your questions and and just uh talking about onslaught developing games and then you can also have an opportunity to win a box of onslaught at the q a so we'll just do a random drawing of the people who are there and, and you can get a box so it just might be something cool if you're in the game development and learning about how games are made and, and talking you know and seeing alex in person uh you know come on down i think it'll be fun awesome yeah um all right should we talk about cody we seem to have left some space for him so yeah Let's do it. All right. We got four minutes, Kyle. <laughs> I think we can do this pretty quickly, actually. Um, we've I mean, already because we, we've already talked about his unit card. Yep. Um, just the the short version for people that have forgotten. He um, basically he's he's got like observe, uh, take cover, jump, direct vehicle, and target, and then he has a range four <laughs> rifle that is very good. So. That's pretty much what you need to know about Cody as far as his unit card is concerned. He he, he um, shoots goods and gives an order to uh to a vehicle. Vehicles. <laughs> yep. Um the observe too is important and it's relevant for his command cards. I think it's interesting how they integrated this. I'm not sure how like effective it is, which we can get in with the command cards, but it's certainly an interesting idea um from a design space perspective. So Oh, and the observe is free too. That's the other It is free. Which I really like with these commander observe actions. Gideon had the same thing. Um, yep. Spending an action to observe is just, it feels real bad, especially for like a character. Um, yep. I wouldn't want to be giving out like a bunch of free action observe to things like Viper droids and stuff that you could, <laughs> you could spam in numbers. Um, because at that point, then it's just uh, like a, you know, free aim tokens for your entire army to use basically. But um, for characters, I like the free action observe. Anyway cards um i think a lot of people myself included before we even saw these were like his unit card is good enough that if these command cards are kind of just like minor upgrades over ambush push and assault uh th then he'll be a pretty decent commander and i i think that's kind of what these are yep <laughs> um, <laughs> um so yeah there's a lot of text on these uh there's a lot of text on these <laughs> I think we can kind of short version these though. Um, 
Yep. How about we just let's let's just get in there. Uh, the one pip. Um, basically, for for the one and three pip, you can spend observation tokens to get an effect. Yep. So let's do those, and then let's save the two pip for last because that one gets kind of weird actually yeah. in ways that are. The the one and three pip also allows him to do free actions up to two times. Yep. So you can double observe. That's for yep. observation tokens, which is equivalent ish to two aims. Yep. Um, and yeah. Yep. So. So the one, sorry, go for it. Yeah, the one pip lets you spend when you're attacking a target with an observation token. Uh, when any unit is attacking a target with an observation token, they can spend it to get either suppressive if it's a trooper or impact if it's a vehicle. Notably, you cannot choose. Um, troopers win, <laughs> which means this card is 100% useless against dark troopers because yep. they're not a vehicle <laughs> and cannot be suppressed. Um. But other than that, I think this is this is neat. It they I think they said on stream that you do not get the you do not get the reroll from the observation no. token. This effect essentially replaces the reroll. Yeah. Um this could be pretty good. I mean, this would be like potentially four suppression on one unit over the course of a turn, four extra suppression. Um uh, or I mean you could also like there is other ways to get or other way to get observation tokens in Republic as well with Hound there and Grizzer. Hound and Grizzer. Yeah. So you could do spend it even more times. Um, you probably don't need to. It seems like overkill. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, this card, like it, like I could see myself using Cody as a like last first type of thing, right? Jump out, shoot something, play this one pip, shoot, jump back in, and they like have observing twice means with a fire support or even without a fire support, you're like getting real efficiency on his shots. Um, and then if you and then sort of. Sort of as one and three bit posters, like if you use the effects, great, but they're not uh, like especially this one really isn't the like highlight for me, but it could be situationally like critical. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's also like at the you know like end of the game you have a like air speeder or a bus sort of sitting in your lines, even just being able to take your like like naked clone squads and like. Four block dice, now it has impact one. Yep. Right. And just sort of keep plinking away uh impact shots and stuff into armor units that are in your lines can be really good late game. Now what's interesting to me, and it, it doesn't seem super clear actually on the card. I'm sure this will be a form ruling, but is like this impact value. Can you stack that on the same unit in the same attack? Because it kind of reads like you can. If you can, this card immediately becomes real, real, real good. Uh, especially because the way this is written, when a friendly unit declares an attack against an enemy unit that has an observation token, which I presume means one or more observation tokens and not just a single observation token, um, you may spend the token if you do the attack gains suppressive if it's a trooper unit or impact one if it's a vehicle unit. So... Uh, I think it's an open question based on how this is worded. If you can spend more than one observation token, and if you do, uh, if the impact value stacks. Right? Yeah. Like, can, I... you, can, you, can you throw all four to tokens on one unit, uh, slap it with Cody, spend all four tokens and get impact four? I'm a. I've been assuming no, but understanding that this is potentially available, and if it is, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't think it's worded clearly enough either way, right? No, no, it it'll be a formula. Um, because I, I think what it what it should say is if you can only spend one, uh, is when a friendly unit declares an attack against an enemy unit that has one or more observation tokens, uh, you that unit may spend one token is what it mm -hmm. should say. Yeah. Yes. Um, if that's the intention. If, if that's the intention. Yeah. Um, it's interesting too that they have said that they're trying to move away from like using the word you to describe a unit. Um, and here they have the word they have you again. <laughs> but anyway. Oh well. Yeah. It's other than whether that impact value stacks or not, it seems reasonably clear what this is supposed to do. So Yeah. I, I also just reread it and it does not say ranged attack, I don't think. No, it does not. So like I mean theoretically unless like probably people are gonna try to play Cody and Obi Wan together and like you could throw like with that lightsaber, add an extra impact value to a lightsaber. Yep. So Obi-Wan becomes impact three. Anakin, if you're doing that, could become impact four. Seems or, situationally really good. Or suppress something in melee if you want to strip a melee standby or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, and that could be a sneak, like a bit of a gotcha, right? Like if, you know, Force User's in your line and goes, move standby. And then, you, oh, but you'd have to get the observation tokens on it. It'd have to be like, you wouldn't be able to do it super the the timing on these is is yeah a little it's i think it's more awkward with the three pip because it's the three pip but like you don't immediately get the effect cody has to go to get yeah, the tokens if, down and then you have to do the thing after yeah, that if, if so. cody were arranged three away from them they you could do it yeah. without any pushback but uh but cody would still have to go first yeah but yeah. you would you could you if if someone you know had a standby in your lines yeah, yeah and you could get cody far enough away you could do it like one once the standby was already down and strip yep. it without being affected even if you didn't have force push yep all right uh three pip um this Love one gives out yeah this one gives out four orders two troopers and two vehicles um which is a lot of orders so that's a nice part of this card it's the same deal where you can do the observe action twice. Um, when a friendly vehicle unit declares an attack against an enemy unit that has an observation token, they may spend that token. If they do, after the attack, a friendly clone trooper unit at range of one of that vehicle may perform a speed one move. Um, this may say, be a stupid question. Sorry. But yeah. you're not required to do two troopers and two vehicles, right? You could, like, if I don't have two vehicles, right? I'm not required. No. No, correct. You're you're required to give out the maximum number of orders that you can give out. Right. But right. like, if you don't have eligible targets, then you don't have eligible okay. targets. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think actually the same question applies here. Which, if you spend more than one token, uh, do you get to do more than one move off the same attack? Um, but this is a neat effect. It's potentially up to four free moves and the, the timing is a, a little bit different than cards like no time for sorrows or padme's two pip that do it during command phase i think i don't want to say it's strictly worse because you can do this after fire support which is interesting um yeah and it's also like mid-turn moves is also like a bit of a like is there anything else that gives mid-turn moves like this to friendly units yeah i don't think so Except, well, like, guidance. Guidance and pull the strings. strings. Yeah. But, like, if you want to, like, you know, like, 
last right especially for like you have a lot of fire supporting republic if you want to like near the end of a turn move a unit out into a fire support position after they've already gone or whatever or you could even set up a fire support in the middle of the turn right you like shoot your tank or whatever move a unit out and then like cody goes and shoots with a fire support that they didn't see coming um and also and also for like hostage exchange on that first turn especially if you have two three vehicles you could move your hostage so much yep <laughs> right because most of the cards that work like this you can only get the one move on every unit whereas like presuming you would only be able to move like you can move one unit once for each shot but like if you have a tank and two atrts or whatever you can move them three times which gets them pretty much back to your lines right now the obvious caveat being like cody has to go yeah. In order to get the tokens down. This is a three pip, so you're probably going second. Yep. In the first place. Um and uh I think probably as this is intended, you can only do it once per attack. So if you want to move like the same yep. unit multiple times, it's gonna take you, you know, many active it's gonna take you at least two activations into the turn yep. before you can do that. So yeah. It's a lot of setup and a lot of things go right, but yeah, potentially very flexible though. And at, at at worst, it's a three pip that gives four orders, and Cody can observe twice, right? Right. Like if you just sort of ignore the big long effect, right? It still is fine. Great. Yep. Sure. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the stupid? Yeah. What air support? No. <laughs> um, the I, I I before we do the complicated one though, I did want to mention air support because um. Cody can like fire his gun and then also use air support on the same target. Yep. So you can double tap something, which most of the bombardment cards you can't do with the various things. Mostly because most characters that can use them don't have a sniper rifle on their base profile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um uh. yeah, so you can you can really like hammer into a unit with to be seven dice in total, search crit. Um anyway, that's an important thing too. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, have I ever let you down? I love the card art on this with Obi Wan. So Cody, good, back to back. Um, it's Cody and a trooper. Well, a unit that was issued an order by this card is at range of one of Clone Commander Cody and suffers wounds from an enemy attack. After the attack is resolved, if Clone Commander Cody is at range four of and has line of sight to the enemy unit, he may perform an attack against that unit. So it's a card that, and the sort of very specific caveats is the ranges. Clone Commander Cody has to be in range one of the unit that suffers a wound, isn't just attacked or anything, it actually suffers a wound. That also means that they don't actually have to be attacked. It could be a guardian, right? Obi-Wan or Boyle could guardian something. And then as long as they're at range one of Cody, Cody could then, if he can see and is in range, shoot. Um, so that's a few, few moving pieces. Yeah. I have some more questions with this one. Um, the first is, uh, it seems pretty clear, at least based on the rules text, that this works with Guardian. Um, yeah, I would make that assumption. What's less clear to me is, so that in this bit, they call out range four and has line of sight as being requirements for Cody to attack the unit. Those are two of the many steps uh, 
that Cody would normally need to fulfill, fulfill to perform a ranged attack on a unit. So notably, it does not say uh, if Clone Commander Cody um, could perform a legal ranged attack on an enemy unit, he may do so or something <laughs> like that. It, it just yeah. calls out these two things, but not the other things. Yep. Um, so like, can you shoot into melee with this? Can you shoot out of melee? Can you shoot out this? of melee with it? Um, I I don't know. Uh, when 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 I read it, my assumption, though it could be worded better, is that it's perform an attack would be like they look look at attack steps and do those right. Um, but right. I'm not. Yeah, but if but, that's um, the case, then the bit about being at range four and in line of sight are redundant because those are the yes. parts of that <laughs> that you yes. would normally perform anyway. Yes. Um so yeah, I don't really get why it's worded that way. But uh I think probably where this will end up is that you have to be able to perform a legal attack on the unit. Yeah. Um but yeah it, I think Guardian would definitely seem to work with this. And if that's the case this seems great on Obi-Wan or Boyle. Yeah, I mean, especially with Boyle coming with Cody, like that makes it even more obvious to me yeah. that Guardian is supposed to work with it because there's a Guardian personnel upgrade and the fact that this card comes in. So, yeah, I think we already talked about Waxer and Boyle, right? Speaking of, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Some previous, the, some the, previous episode. <laughs> the interesting one in the yeah <laughs> yeah do you, do you would you ever use a waxer is there ever a reason to use a waxer in these i mean in the like you are throwing a lot of orders around in republic so and you always have a lot you often have units that are very like getting a lot of suppression so clearing one is fine but for 15 points i'd rather have a medic yeah and you can <laughs> You can throw inspire, inspire on somebody. You can yeah. get scout one from recon intel. Like all the keywords on Waxer are available for much cheaper in different ways. Um, I I kind of wish Waxer also had inspire. Right, right. If he yes. had discipline and inspire, so it's like okay, so he keeps his own unit going and like helps with the inspire like special on everything else. Then it'd be, but like he's kind of missing something. Like if he had one more thing or his like. Keywords really like scout three or something. Um, he just sort of feels like he's missing one thing for a team to be worth it. So, so here's an interesting question. Uh, again, probably another stupid question. If I take like a phase two clone unit, right, and I put, let's say, I put foil on it, but then I also put fives on it. Can't. He can't. Cannot. They're yeah. both leaders. Cannot put two models leaders. with the leader keyword. Yeah. That, that was my question. Yeah, yeah, I do think Boyle is actually really interesting, and to yeah. the to the point that he might go in most like clone based clone lists. Um, I've played against Boyle exactly once, and it was played by dashes, and it was a Pike <laughs> gun line plus Boyle, yeah. and it made me very frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. the one weird restriction on Boyle though is the sharing of tokens. Can like doesn't happen in like it's like the clone sharing um, tokens that isn't called out all the time. It's just during attacks or like while attacking or defending. Uh -huh. And Guardian isn't defending, so, so he could spend can't... his own surge, but he cannot spend a shared surge. Yeah, which is a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit me. But what about I mean, Exemplar? I think Exemplar still works because you just can't spend as if they're your own. 
Okay. But I haven't actually confirmed that. Interesting. Um, but that being said, I like in a list that you're taking boil in, it's probably like clone heavy gun line. And most of those have aggressive tactics anyway. So you just make sure to get them in order. At least you have one surge to spend for the turn. All right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I, yeah, I'm digging these new commander packs that are coming with multiple models and units or poses. Yeah. Like you know, like that's that's been nice. Yeah, yep. this is cool that he comes with like not just Cody, but also yeah. other stuff that you can do. Yeah. Well, and it's like, and it's also like you get like even if you don't end up using the like waxer and or boil cards, you can just use them as alternate pose minis too yeah. um right like it's it's always nice to just have a little extra uh different guys so that your entire army doesn't look like the same six sculpts running around together yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well all right then <laughs> i mean it's 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 been a long crazy weekend because you know it was St. Patrick's Day, so my my <laughs> mind is <laughs> uh, to be young and yeah. well. It turns out being a Celtic musician on St. Patrick's Day is quite the affair. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is your one day, one day of the year. That's <laughs> yeah, but I started I started on stage at four p.m. and did not st playing and or listening to music till five a.m. Boy, you're you're a real renaissance man, you know that, Timmy. Yeah, like yeah a beekeeper, beekeeper yeah, hockey and, player, uh, yeah. Celtic musician, mathematician. What else you got? Not mathematician. That's uh, uh, oh, oh. in engineering. <laughs> in engineering, but the the practical side of engineering, not the. I I mean, I do the math, but that's not my favorite part. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I uh... potentially top eight at World's Legion player. We'll see. <laughs> once, once, once you hit, once you have kids, then St. Patrick's Day for you is making sure that your kids are wearing green, so they don't get pinched. Apparently, <laughs> um, and then hearing about how the leprechaun uh, peed in their toilet at school and turned it green. Apparently, so my big thing for uh, for for St. Patrick's Day was Rachel had. She was making Rubens, which isn't really Irish; it's Russian. But but yeah, uh, but that's not really even close, right? But that's yeah. what, that's what we do here, right? It's because the corned beef and the sauerkraut, which is kind of cabbage, you know. But anyways, and we love Rubens, so she was like cooking corned beef all day long, and like I, you know, I work from home, so like I'm walking in the house, I could just smell it. I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting for it, like because it was just like slow roasting all day long. So like my entire St. Patrick's Day was waiting for that sandwich. <laughs> that's that's my whole, like I was like it's gonna be so good. <laughs> I can't wait. So, I can't wait. Was, so it, was it everything so that you hoped for? Oh my god, yeah, it was beyond. It was it was it was amazing. It was so <laughs> so good. Like she was cutting up the meat to get it ready for the sandwiches, and like like every time she would look away, I would like steal like a handful of meat and like eat it. And she's like, "You gotta stop. This is yeah. I've got to make sandwiches." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you." And I'm just like eating. 
Yep, totally understand. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Yep, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, no, I, no, there'll be plenty. <laughs> I, 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 occasionally forget that we're we're at very different life stages, and then you say something like that, and I go, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got a good twenty years on you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, very different life stages. Um. Yeah, the, you're looking uh... forward to hanging out with your friends, playing music, maybe putting back a couple of drinks. Uh, sandwich that was my whole day yep. I, I mean i i do say i the uh the second gig i played we finished at like 8 or 8 30 and he's like okay want anything to eat and i'm like well i've been watching people eat irish stew all night do you have any of that left he's like oh yeah and i had like three bowls of that oh great oh, nice yeah. sounds fantastic <laughs> yep and then you know at the end of the night it's like random musicians that i well actually didn't know any of them want to come back and play some tunes sure yeah <laughs> Friendly Manitoba did not get murdered in a basement. Right? Yeah, like that's that's, a, that's definitely a younger person. One hundred percent. House and not knowing where you are or why you're there. Yep. I where are you? Well, I I didn't know I did I didn't know why I was there. Yeah. Where I was? Yeah, that's a unknown quantity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're the old scoundrels. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that while some people may be uh, <laughs> asking themselves that question while at Adepticon, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, after hours, obviously, um, I probably will not be one of them. <laughs> I'm usually the designated dad. So trying to make sure everybody gets back to their hotel rooms, basically. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like a couple of years older than Kyle mentally because I'm the guy that's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yes. Like you guys can all die. I don't, I'm going to be. In I, bed. <laughs> I have to say the, the, the one night where I joined the, uh, the crew of people who skipped uh, the event at LVO and went and just had lovely faux dinner. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. Dinner is nice in bed just... is the best. Like we yeah. have this dinner. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up in a reasonable time. I'm going to have a great time in the day tomorrow. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. That was LVO for me. It's yeah. like, you guys want to go out? No, I want to eat some food and then I want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't um, that, that's the, real quick. That's always a fun, that's always the hard thing, fun and hard thing at these tournaments and stuff is like, you see all your friends that you haven't seen in forever. And so like the temptation of like, Hey, let's go hang out. Let's have a couple beers. Let's just relax and like talk. And then you're like, but I also have to wake up at six 30 to be on the floor at eight to like be ready for this tournament, you know, all day. It's, it's a and real st stand and use your brain all day. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. a real weird like line that you have to walk where you're like, this kind of feels like fun. But it's also not like because I also have to work, kind of, you know, like the tournament is a form of work, I think. So at, I was at a student conference not long ago, and I I have plenty of experience. I do folk fest and stuff, just like going for a weekend and just because it's like you get to do this thing once, just stay up and do everything, and then you'll sleep when you're back home. But on the the last the last day, she comes up to me and goes, "Tim, like, how are you still on your feet, like?" You haven't missed anything. You've like, you've always been last. I'm like, I'll sleep tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know how some people do that. I just, I hit like, like ten thirty, 
and I'm like, I gotta go to bed. We're old now, Kyle. Like when we were twenty. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like yeah. I could stay up for like three days straight and like it nothing mattered. Yeah, I yeah. literally could fall out of a second story window and be even like, when, Yeah, I'm fine. You even know? when I was twenty though, I was like I could stay up until like two ish. But I couldn't do like I could not do all nighters when I was uh-huh. even when I was young. Certainly not for multiple days. I don't know. I've always been a person that values my sleep, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's just come in the last like since I was like 30. Like once I turned 30, I was like, oh, I don't like staying up past midnight. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sleep is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, sorry, everyone. I'm very old. Uh internally. <laughs> I'm like I'm like 90. There's, so there's... if any of your parents are there at Adepticon and they need someone to go to an early bird special or something, I'm in. <laughs> there's a great uh it's like a Star Wars kids book, but it's basically Darth Vader reading to Luke and Le- Leia as kids. Um Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a great line at the beginning where they're like pestering him to read him a story and they're running around and bouncing off the walls. And he's like, if only you knew the power of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's kids, man. Like they will, it's really strange to think that they just go 100 miles an hour until they physically cannot keep their eyes open anymore. And then they crash. Yep. And like, if they were, if they were adults, you know, if they were your age, Tim, um, like kids have no discipline with sleep. They would, they would be up for three days all the time. Like, that's just what they would do. The only reason that, you know, a four-year-old goes to sleep is because they are physically unable to stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, Kyle, um, I've got some news for you. It goes away for a little while, but it comes back when they're teenagers. Okay. Literally, like, all of my kids are, like, playing, like, uh, what is it? See, oh, they're all playing Sea of Thieves now until like three o'clock mm, in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get the treasure! Like I just hear that yelled across the house. Oh, go, 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 go. Shut <laughs> up! Shut up! Like, dude, it's three o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm shut gonna, up and go to bed. I'm gonna kill you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should just like disconnect the Wi-Fi. Be like, I'm turning the internet off. Oh, uh, dude. Maybe I should. You know what, Kyle? I'll try it. See, we'll see if my house burns you're, to the ground. You're gonna you're gonna have a rebellion on your hands. Yeah, it's gonna be Lord of the Flies. They're gonna, the, uh... they're gonna start a mutiny. Yeah. We're, <laughs> next week's podcast is gonna come around and we're gonna be like, Jay, Jay, like what's you coming, Jay? My dad can't come to the Discord right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm tied up. Yeah. Send Tell help. him to release the Wi-Fi and we'll release him <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> one of my friends in high school, their parents tried to turn the uh, Wi-Fi off on them one night, but they realized that the kids set up the Wi-Fi and they didn't know how to like they didn't, <laughs> they didn't, they know, didn't know how to do didn't it. Didn't know where the router was or how to do it. <laughs> I will say I am very <laughs> I've spent a lot of my career in computers, so I, yep. I'm still way ahead of them on that front. Like, even as teenagers, I still got them beat. So that's I'm thankful for that. Yep. Yeah. Luckily, I'm not so technically incapable that I don't know how to set up and <laughs> mess around with a router. So I'm sure something's going to come. There's going to be something with like chatbot or like AI pretty soon. Yeah. Where we're going to be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... back in my day, I had to write oh. my own papers. <laughs> yeah. Ch- Chat GBT has been, I finally got let in. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, the four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I, one of the things I've really been using it for is like 
this is what I want to say. But like, very, I put it in as a blood phrase, right? Like, it's like, I was helping one of my friends with um, marketing material. And she's like, I want to say I want rich investors to like help manage their portfolios. And I put that into ChatGPT and it came out with like established saver. <laughs> it's like, there you there go. go. Yeah. So Kyle, make sure you're double checking his <laughs> yeah, blog yeah. posts. Oh, I double check all the blog posts. <laughs> <Now on. laughs> it is funny. I've seen people like ask Jack GP, like to write Star Wars Legion blog posts. Um, they're it's, not bad. <laughs> they're not bad. They're like they're like seventy five percent of the way there, but then yeah. it kind of like throws some stuff in there that you're like, huh? What and it's really funny too because one feature I've noticed about all these AI chatbots is like they always go in there with maximum confidence. You know, <laughs> like, like whatever they're saying, even if it's total bullshit, like the the AI says it with like one hundred percent certainty. It's really funny. Well, I think the problem we're going to have, honestly, Kyle, is these chatbots use things that are out on the internet to build yep. it. And so we're the number one content yeah. creator for Legion. So literally, it's just going to be using our own words against us. Right. The, up, the uprising is here. We're we're going down, Kyle. Yeah, it's at this point, since it's if it's scraping all of our articles, it's just like an amalgamation of the Fifth Trooper blog staff, basically, <laughs> yeah. in, one, in, in one entity. Yeah, um, you'll know you'll know it's really uh uh savvy when it's putting like cryptex into the like <laughs> like Kevin Paul does with his blog post. That's yeah, when yeah. we know we're in trouble. Yep, for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh you guys got any uh, other Free thoughts? me, Kyle. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a weird uh, thing to put in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Well, I'm excited for Worlds. I'm excited to meet you, Jay. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a wild thing. Hang on, have you guys not met each other? No. Not in person. Wow, interesting. But I, met, I hadn't met you, Kyle, until two a month ago. So. That's true. Yeah. I, guess that's <laughs> yeah. I think I got uh, Tim and uh, AGST. And uh, I think that's it. I think I've got everybody else. Uh, you you two are the only, only two that I haven't met in person yet, but gonna do it it's gonna be great yeah excited. it'll be awesome so excited i'm very excited to see everybody yeah me too it's gonna be good yeah All right. well good luck I, to everybody I've, don't I've forget got... that your lists are due on tuesday yeah and i've got my minis to three color standards so here we go there you go <laughs> i've got some minis that i still need to get to that point so so as you're listening to this your list is due yes yep all right nice. all right all right well we are the notorious scoundrels i'm kyle I'm Jay. I'm Timbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>